The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, I always find that this next slot really educational because I'm not an expert on Hollywood. And Lisa Cannon of Spotlight fame and, of course, ubiquitous in different tabloids and TV, uh, so on, is an <laughs> expert on this. And today we want to speak about another uh, prolific American director from epics to rom- rom-coms and so on. Harry Met Sally, uh, A Few Good Men, all emanated from Rob Reiner. So, welcome, Lisa Cannon. Great to see you. Uh, tell me this. Yes, uh, what, what, What's the early years of Rob Reiner? Tell me his backstory. Well, firstly, thank you for that lovely introduction. And secondly, you're right, it's an educational spot because what I'm trying to do is also showcase some really brilliant directors that maybe Because we know the aren't. actors, but we don't know the producers, directors. Exactly. And it's also interesting because I know everybody knows the movies and they're like, oh my God, I know Rob Reiner. And you will remember Rob Reiner as Max Belfort in uh, The Wolf of Wall Street. He's an he's a hybrid. So he's he an actor. He was originally an actor. He was, was originally he? an actor. So we're casting our mind right back. He's uh, seventy six years of age. He's a fantastic, fantastic uh, human being. So many great movies, of course, that he makes. But also, um, he's a great actor, as we mentioned. Starting with This Is Spinal Tap. Now, if you have not seen it, it's an incredible mockumentary. I'm sure people outside are you know in their cars and in their homes going, "Oh my god, I love that movie." It's a absolutely mockumentary hilarious. is where they take the urine. Is it? This yes. is it. Okay. Absolutely, and it's just. It was his directorial debut. Um, he, he, you know, back in 1984, when we cast our mind back that far, um, it's he co-wrote it and starred in it, and it's become kind of a cult classic, considered one of the greatest comedy films of all time. It really is fantastic. And, so that's where. Uh, so t- t- tell us about Spinal Tap. What, what, what era are we talking about? It, it, it's uh, it's it's of course about a, a band, a rock band, and about the kind of behind the scenes look at this fictional rock band, Spinal Tap. So an awful lot of the dialogue was improvised, actually 90% of it was and uh, the cast... And it was a, a parody on Rockstars, was Exactly, it? and of course the band's going to make it, you know, the band's going to make it so the band's name was Spinal Tap and it's the play on words, you know, a medical procedure involving the extraction of spinal fluid and uh, turning it up to 11, it's an expression used to crank up the volume to the maximum, so it has a cult following and it wasn't a major commercial success on its initial release back in the 80s, but it garnered, you know, the following after home video releases and of course through word of mouth and now everybody knows it's a satire. It's a it's a parody, and it satires very elements of various elements of the music industry and the stereotypes as well. You know the excess touring, the groupies, the ups and downs of a band career. So it's fantastic, and there's some great cameos in it as well. Uh, Billy Crystal was in it. Dana Carvey, who we know um, from oh, I'm just thinking there. I've lost his name, of course. With uh, oh, right, that will come back to me. And no. anyway, it's very authentic okay. and it's really humorous. Well, that's so. Spinal Tap. That's Spinal Tap. The ones the ones I know, a few good men, Tom Cruise and all that thing in Guantanamo and the military uh, yes. court and I know because of the fake orgasm piece I love uh, the Harry, That's Harry weird Met coming Sally, out of your mouth. You yes. know, whatever yes. they're having I'll have you know that, uh, In that, Harry that, Met Sally. Uh, yes I guess. Yes. But I hadn't heard about Stand By Me 1986 Tell me about it. Now, I'm disappointed, Ivan, because I actually think you would really love this no, film. I, and I, I want you to Netflix? watch it. Can I want I you to watch it. You, you will, yes. Yeah, actually, yeah. I'm sure it's up there. I'm, I'm sure if you have a look around, it could be on Prime on or whatever. Away, Get yeah. Deirdre on the case because this is an incredible movie. It's it's actually 
considered one of the best coming of age films of all time, you know, regarded as that. It captures the essence of childhood, the friendship and the bittersweet nature of growing up. So Stand By Me was partly inspired by Stephen King's own experiences growing up in rural Maine. So it's based on that short story called The Body. And he drew it from his childhood memories and friendships to kind of craft the story. So Rob Reiner comes in, he gets the narrator, Richard Dreyfus, who we all know from Jaws, and he provides the narration for the film, although you never see him, but it's about four boys and it's about, you know, growing up. And there's one famous line, which isn't in this clip, but I'll tell you about it. It's called, I never had any friends later on like the ones I had when I was 12. Jesus does anyone. This line has become an enduring quote of the film, but it's so beautifully crafted. Well, uh, we have a clip of Stand By Me. Hey, I'm kind of hungry. Who's got the food? Did anybody bring anything? Not me. Gordy? Oh, well, this is great. What are we supposed to do? Eat our feet? You mean you didn't bring anything either? This wasn't my idea. It was Vern's idea. Why didn't you bring something? What am I supposed to do? Think of everything? I brought the comb. Oh, Vern, you brought the comb. What do you need a comb for? You don't even have any hair. I brought it for you, guys. Hey, 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 hey. Let's see how much money we got. Yeah, I got a dollar, too. 68 cents from Chris. 60 cents from Teddy. Seven cents for... I haven't found my pennies yet. Well, 237's not bad. Queen of Charles is at the end of that little road that goes by the junkyard. I think we can get some stuff there. So you described it as coming of age. Mm. Is it, it doesn't sound like a barrel of laughs. It's wonderful. It's really wonderful because you've got incredible cast members in there. The late River Phoenix is cast Like is it about puberty? What's the essence of yeah, it? Yeah, it's, it's essentially, well, they, they, I suppose when you, when you talk about Stephen King, of course, that's the premise of where it started. So Rob Reiner took that small short story and made it into a novel. So the body is about discovering a body of a local boy in the town and the four of them, they're best friends. And, you know, it's about campfires and before they discovered girls. And, you know, it's all set in, in Maine, a very mm. small local town where Stephen King also set the premise for it too. Okay. And it's, you know, about their lives and livelihood. It. It's fantastic. Okay. It really is wonderful. So I remember Billy Crystal, who was Harry, and Meg Ryan, who was Sally in When Harry Met Sally. Yes. So we have a clip, but just set, remind us again of the storyline rom-com, you know, yeah, happy ending. I think I think as Rob Reiner is such a diverse director, you know, he, he social commentary is also in When Harry Met Sally because it's about, you know, can men and women be friends without sex getting in the way? And of course, this was a very kind of big talking point at that time when, when Harry Met Sally actually came about. Um, of course, a wonderful casting as well. You've got Meg Ryan in there and Billy Crystal, as you mentioned, whom you love and mm. know. Um, but I think, you know, one thing about When Harry Met Sally is it's quite unique because in terms of the writing, the screenplay for Indeed was written by a lady called Nora Ephron and it was inspired by Ephron's own experiences throughout college, college and observations of relationships and love and friendship. So essentially, there are two people they are living in New York City. She drops him off. And of course, he's a little bit of a, uh, a player, you know, a bit of a playboy. And they meet throughout certain spots throughout their life. But of course, they never meet at the right time and they become friends and friends for 12 years. And I'm not going to spoil the ending if nobody, I don't know where you've been living under mm. a rock if you've not seen it. But it is a beautifully crafted film and like we have was, some great clips. Lying in plain view sight. This the is the final scene story. in New Year's Eve. Yeah, I, I, I love a happy ending. Carry on. I've been doing a lot of things. And the thing is, I love you. What? I love you. How do you expect me to respond to this? How about you love me too? How about I'm leaving? 
Doesn't what I said mean anything to you? I'm sorry, Harry. I know it's New Year's Eve. I know you're feeling lonely, but you just can't show up here, tell me you love me, and expect that to make everything all right. It doesn't work this way. Well, how does it work? I don't know, but not this way. How about this way? I love that you get cold when it's 71 degrees out. I love that it takes you an hour and a half to order a sandwich. I love that you get a little crinkle above your nose when you're looking at me like I'm nuts. I love that after I spend a day with you, I can still smell your perfume on my clothes. And I love that you are the last person I want to talk to before I go to sleep at night. And it's not because I'm lonely, and it's not because it's New Year's Eve. I came here tonight because when you realize you want to spend the rest of your life with somebody, you want the rest of your life to start as soon as possible. You see? Just like you, Harry, you say things like that and you make it impossible for me to hate you. And I hate you, Harry. I really hate you. Oh, great dialogue. Now, uh, more about justice and the power to truth to power. A few good men. Um... Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Everybody loves a few good men. I mean, that line everybody knows, you can't handle the truth, of course, delivered by the great Jack Nicholson there. He's Colonel Nathan Jessup. Um, You know, I think the reunion of the actors is kind of a big thing around um, a few good men. Not only we have Tom Cruise and Demi Moore previously starred together in Jerry Maguire, but you also have Tom Cruise and Kevin Pollock who recently worked together in Rain Man at that time in 1988. So there was lots of original cast choices. I think uh, Rob Reiner, he's already an actor, so he's very much an director. director for the actors and originally he didn't want Tom Cruise for the role of Captain Jack Ross. He had an interest in him actually becoming Jack Nicholson's character, which is very bizarre. Would never have put him for that. But, you know, True Good Men is, A Few Good Men is a wonderful movie. Very collaborative, of course, as well. What was his most successful box office Oscars, Rob Reiner's most successful movie? I think because there's been so many, I wanted to get through the fact that he's been a producer on Misery and the American President and the Bucket List. But I think all in all, he's probably most famous for uh, probably Spinal Tap is probably his first one because the mockumentary everybody loves when Harry met Sally but I think Stand By Me really is the one that people love and know it's a cult okay. classic Note to self Call to action We'll watch Stand Do, By Me you'll Lisa really Cannon, enjoy it Thank it's you wonderful. so much for the enthusiasm and passion you bring to the career of Rob Reiner Thanks, and telling Simon. us all News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.